friends, you're listening to Cricket's Chichichings, a show where we talk about all aspects of running a handmade business and marketing that business for success while still keeping a balance to have flexibility for your family. I'm your host, Lauren Keplinger, and I am so excited to get started. Let's jump right in. Welcome back to another episode of Cricket's Chucha Chings. My name is Lauren, and I'm so glad that you came back for another week of episodes. This week's episode actually came from a question that got asked in my Facebook group. And so I'm really excited to dive into the topic and really talk about the subject and some of the things that people said in response to the question. If you're not a member of my Facebook group, I would love to invite you to that group. It is called Etsy Roadmap by Lauren Keplinger, and you can find the website um, if you go to creativemomboss.com forward slash Facebook. It will automatically redirect you to that Facebook group. There's about 1,100 other Etsy entrepreneurs in that group, and there are just so many good discussions and a great sense of camaraderie and helpful and encouragement. So I would love for you to hop on over to that and join creativemomboss.com forward slash Facebook. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump on into the topic. Today, we are going to be talking all about the money. This is something that a lot of people struggle with, especially when they are first getting started selling on Etsy or getting started in their business, taking it to the next level of really making it a business versus just having it as a hobby or kind of this like side hustle type thing. So the question that got asked in the Facebook group was from Stephanie, and she said, what are your thoughts on what to do with the profits from your small business? I'm always going back and forth on Am I going to put 100% of the money back into my business or am I going to pay bills? I think this is a great topic to discuss, especially when you're just starting out or not quite sure where you want your business to be in terms of making a significant profit. So thank you so much for this question, Stephanie, and I hope that I can go through this and give you a great answer that you are looking for when you ask the question. There was a fantastic discussion in the Facebook group that I really enjoyed watching Um, And so I want to just go ahead and jump into that. I do want to caveat this by saying that I am not a CPA or have any sort of CPA qualifications, and I would highly recommend that you talk to a local CPA about the accounting and the financials for your specific situation and your business. I have gotten so much fantastic advice from my local CPA that I work with, and it has saved me thousands and thousands of dollars as my business has grown. So that is not something that I did right away when I first got started in the business, but if I could go back and do it over again, it is definitely something that I would have jumped into right from the get-go because it becomes a lot easier to just have your business set up correctly rather than trying to backtrack once you're already making a lot of money and you don't have it set up correctly. I also want to kick off the episode by saying that when you are first getting started on Etsy or as you're really diving into the opportunity and beginning to take this a lot more seriously than just a side hustle type thing, I want to encourage you 
and almost insist for you (laughs) that you separate all of your expenses and your income out of your personal money. Even if it is just a separate bank account that's still in your personal name, but you use it only for business expenses and business income, have a way to separate them so that you can actually keep track of how much you're spending and how much you have it coming into your business because it will make it so much easier come tax time. And it just allows you to not have to go back through all of your personal charges or your personal you know, auto drafts and all that kind of stuff and be able to identify exactly what you're spending in your business and exactly what you're bringing in in revenue from Etsy. Okay, so now that we've addressed those two things, back to the question. How do you actually deal with the money that's coming into your business? And do you pay yourself from the business money when you're just starting off? Or do you reinvest it all back into the business? When this question was asked on my Facebook group, many people, like almost all of the people that answered in the little thread on Facebook said that they left the money in a business account because they were reinvesting in their business or they just felt like they were too new to the business to be able to take any money out of it. I totally understand this feeling because I remember feeling that way and I remember the pressure of wanting to grow as quickly as possible and to reinvest all of the profits back into that business because I was just in this cycle of growing and reinvesting and growing and reinvesting and growing and reinvesting. But there are a few problems that come along with this mindset and this mentality that I wanted to address in this podcast episode just to give you some food for thought if you are kind of stuck in this trap of wanting to reinvest it or to see it all as money that could be put towards the growth of your shop rather than being able to take any profits out of your business. The first thing that I would say is that if you're not taking any money out of your business, you're reinvesting all of it or you're leaving it in a business account because you feel like you need to have this big cushion or whatever, you're working for free because you're not paying yourself anything and you're actually probably losing money working because there's probably expenses that you're not accounting for or at the very least you're not accounting for your time or any childcare or mother's helper type stuff that you have to, you know, do with your kids because you're working or even just the help around the house like Maybe you've had to get more convenience foods for dinner because you're working and you don't have as much time to cook dinner or something like that. So while I understand the mentality of not taking any money out of the business account for a short while until you can build up the business and get a little cushion underneath you, it gets disheartening pretty fast, especially when you're spending a lot of time and energy to not get any sort of paycheck or any money that's coming back. I also think that it becomes a little bit harder for the people around you, like your spouse, namely, to support you in building this business venture when you're not actually making any money. You're just 
working and working and getting this money that you're making, you know, you say, oh my gosh, I had $400 in sales, but they're not actually seeing the benefit of any of that because you're not taking any money out of the business. And so what they're seeing is, oh, I have $400 in sales and now I'm going to buy a $400 machine and I'm still at like a net zero. The bigger problem that I see with this mindset though is something that's a little bit broader and it's kind of a problem that I think a lot of people fall into, but it, it kind of goes for everything, not just money, but time and all of those things that are sort of intangible. But if your mindset is that you're not going to take any money out of the business until there's enough money or until you build a business that's big enough to sustain you taking money out of it, you're never going to have enough money to do it. There's never going to be enough money there to pay yourself until you make paying yourself a priority. So not having an organizational system for the money that's coming into your business allows it to kind of just be all over the place. Like you have money coming in, you have money going out, you haven't paid yourself any sort of set salary or wage or anything like that. And so there just feels like there's never enough money because you're not really organized in terms of your financial or accounting system or lack of system. And I am not saying this in a judgmental way at all. I am speaking 100% from experience because this was me for a very long time, way, way too long. And it's one of the things that I so badly wish that I could go back in time and do over again because I think that it would have allowed me to see the benefits of the business a lot sooner and faster and to not feel so burnt out and also just to bring home more money. I was so disorganized with my lack of keeping track of what I was spending and what I was making and all of that, that I ended up spending a lot more money than I should have on I'm not exactly sure what, I guess, inventory and and machinery and all of that kind of stuff. But because there wasn't a real clear plan for what I was doing or how I was building my business or where this money was going to go, there just felt like there was never enough money. And my answer to that was always, well, I just need to grow bigger. I just need to grow faster. I just need to have more sales and more revenue. But the problem didn't actually get better. I didn't actually start making more money for myself as an actual paycheck until I became more organized with it. No matter how much money the business was bringing in, my money that I paid myself never really went up until I sort of put my foot down and said, okay, this is how much I'm going to pay myself every month. And that's that, non-negotiable. When I started selling on Etsy, I actually had the opposite problem of keeping all of my money in the business account, um, mainly because this was a really big change for my family. And I was going from being a stay-at-home mom to building this kind of side gig to really diving into it and making it a much bigger thing that was taking up a lot of time. And honestly, if I'm going to be really candid here for a second, 
I think it was probably because when I started this business, I had a very different vision for where I wanted it to go than I think that my husband understood or really um, that I communicated to him. I think that I probably communicated it as like, oh, this is kind of a fun thing. I'm selling on Etsy now. It's actually kind of working for me and I'm making some money. And now, you know, we can get a babysitter every week and go on a date night and isn't life grand. But I already had this vision that I I really wanted to take this beyond just that date night money. I wanted to really make this a thing. And I saw the potential and I knew I could do it, but I don't think I necessarily communicated that really very well to my spouse. So all that to say that when I was first starting and as my business was becoming more successful and having higher revenue, I was basically draining the account every single month from whatever was left over after I paid for my expenses. So I had a credit card that I got right when I got started really uh, probably about six months after I started the shop. But when I started to really try and scale it a lot bigger, I applied for a credit card. It was just in my name, but I only used it for business expenses. So that was how I separated out the money. And I paid for all of my business expenses with this credit card. And at the end of the month, I paid off the credit card. And then whatever was left in the bank account that I had set aside for business income and business expenses, I took out all of the rest of the money. Like I zeroed out the bank account as a paycheck for that month. But I'm sure that if if you have any business experience, you're probably shaking your head right now because you're like, no, that doesn't really work. And it didn't really work very well because what ended up happening is that there was never enough money for the business to grow because I was draining the bank account all the time. So if I wanted a new embroidery machine, it had to go on the credit card and then I paid off the credit card at the end of the month or for something like a machine that was like thousands and thousands of dollars, I would pay it over, you know, a few months. But there was never, it never felt like I was ahead. I was always behind and I was always behind because I was always paying for things that I'd already bought. That's kind of how credit cards work. So it was very stressful to me because I always felt like I was playing catch up and I never felt like there was enough money. And I even went through the process several times of talking about hiring an employee or hiring help, but I felt like I couldn't afford it because there was no money left. There was never any money in the bank account. But it wasn't actually that there wasn't any money in the bank account. It's that I was taking all of the money from the bank account. So I was barely staying one step ahead because there was no money left in the business. And I am not talking about a short period of time here. So again, I do not want you to take any of the this story or advice or anything as like a criticism if you are confused and overwhelmed when you're first getting started because this went on for years and years and years. Like I started the business in 2012. I finally got a CPA who helped me to get my head on straight with all of this in like 2016 or 17. So this was like four or five years of me running the business this way. And it was very, like I said, stressful and frustrating. Honestly, it was frustrating because 
I felt like I was working really, really hard and I had extremely inconsistent income because my income was completely dependent on how much sales I had in that month versus how much inventory I had to buy that month. So if I had a month that I had really good sales, but I ran out of all of my products at the same time, and I had thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars worth of inventory that I had to buy, I might barely make any money, even though it was a really good sales month. And then that next month, maybe I would make a lot more money because I already had that inventory and I didn't have to buy a lot. So it was it was a really a bad system, basically. That's my summary. It was a really bad system. So I finally, just this past year, decided to take a salary based on the income that I had brought in. It was it was based on last year's income and it was a set salary every single month. This is what I think I can probably count on with my business and I'm going to take this money out. It is not draining the account, but it's also not leaving everything in the account. It allows the business to grow and it also allows me to use the money that I'm making from this job as a job. And it has been an unbelievable change in my business. It has allowed me more freedom with the choices that I'm making and the decisions that I'm making. It has allowed me this steady and reliable income, just like I would be getting if I was working at a regular job, you know, a nine to five where somebody else is giving me a paycheck. It's allowed me to anticipate my paychecks so we can make decisions in our personal life based on knowing that this paycheck is fairly steady. And it has allowed me to pay myself more just because I'm organized in what I'm spending and what I'm bringing in and what I'm making and what I'm pulling out. So my advice to you, if you are in this sort of feeling that you can't take any money out of the business because there's not enough money, or you feel like you have to take all of it out of the business because you want to make money and you don't want to be working for free, I think there needs to be a middle ground. You don't want to pull all of the money out and drain the account and feel like you're always one step behind your expenses and one step behind being able to put any money in the growth of your shop. Because I do think that having some money to invest into yourself and your business and the education of being a business owner and the actual materials, you know, the inventory or the supplies or the machinery or whatever, having that money set aside is really important. So I don't want you to just say, okay, yay, it's payday and I'm going to take all of it out and zero out the bank account. That did not work well for me. And I would say that it probably will not work well for most people. But I also don't want you to just wait and wait and wait until this indefinite time in the future when you have enough money to pay yourself. Because I think that that gray area makes it really difficult to see yourself as a serious business owner and see this as a business when you're just saying like it's staying in this account and I don't know, maybe someday I'll pay myself. Make paying yourself a paycheck a priority in your business, but be organized enough in your finances to set aside the money for your paycheck and then still keep some money in your business account as well. And you may be saying, well, Lauren, I don't bring in enough money in my business to 
set aside money for a paycheck. It's not going to be a paycheck like a nine to five job. And I understand that this may not be a full-time income for you or even a part-time income. Maybe it's $100 a month, but I want you to make it a priority to pay yourself something. And maybe you're in a different boat where you're saying, like, I have a student that just took my Etsy Roadmap to Success course, and she was showing me this graph of her sales and how they have gone up so much in the last few months of us working together. So maybe you're in that boat and you're like, but I want to take more money because I'm making way more money. There's always that opportunity to do that. Obviously, you can always take more money out of your business, but I would encourage you to do it sort of just like if you were an actual, you know, corporation that was paying an employee, you wouldn't say, hey, we had a really great sales day today, so I'm going to give you a $500 bonus. You would say, we've had a good month or a good quarter or a good six months or whatever, and give them a bonus then. Or maybe even it it is the end of the year. Maybe you give yourself an end of the year bonus. And in the meantime, that money does just sit in your bank account and you wait until the end of the year. Because if you have a great month, you can always have a slower month too. And you want to be looking at the overall trend of your shop to be able to know for the next year or for the next six months or whatever, I can count on this amount of income. So let's say, let's do an actual example. Let's say the first month you had $500 in sales and then the next month you had $800 in sales and then the next month you had $500 in sales again. You would have had $1,800 over the course of those three months. So you can then average it out and say, okay, I can expect about $600 a month in sales. Now, maybe you wanna pay yourself $200 $200 of that. I don't it would depend on, you know, your products and your profit margins and all of that stuff. What what your goals are for your business at that point. But whatever that amount is that you're setting aside for yourself, it's not 100% of what you make, but it's not zero either. And you know, in that $800 month, you're not saying, "Okay, great. Now I'm going to bonus myself 3 or 4 or 500 dollars just to have a slower month the next month." So I really think it is important to find that balance and to be able to pay yourself, to encourage yourself to keep going and to be able to reap the benefits of the work that you're doing and the building the business that you're building, but you also do want to set yourself up to be able to grow your business and to not have to do it with a credit card or a loan or anything like that that's going to stress you out and cost you more because you're paying interest and all of that. I would never encourage somebody to start their business on credit or by taking out debt. So I like to, you know, start small and grow as you go, but you can only do that if you do leave some money in that bank account as you're growing and you are making those sales. Having this system where you balance it and you're paying yourself while also leaving some room to grow allows you to not have to make any major changes as you grow and as your business really scales and you're making a lot more money and also spending a lot of more money as 
you have those higher revenue numbers, you're also going to have expenses. You know, maybe you hire somebody to do some of the customer service work, or maybe you buy another machine, or maybe you're investing in a course or, you know, a coach or something like that. But allowing yourself to take this paycheck and also to have this balance makes you not have to change up your whole accounting system and the whole way that you do this as your revenue grows like I did. I had to completely revamp what I was doing and I actually ended up having to go a few months without taking any money out of the business just so that I could build up a little bit of a cushion so that I could start paying myself that paycheck and still have the cushion because I had been draining the bank account so there was no money in there. I hope that this episode has been helpful for you as you start your process of really thinking through the numbers of your shop and thinking of how you are going to treat this like a business. And part of treating it like a business is to make sure that you're paying yourself. You would never expect somebody else to work for you for free. So you also shouldn't be working for free either. And like I said, even if that only means $100 a week or $100 a month, month or whatever that means for you in your business and your sales, I want you to make that a priority in your business and a priority as you move forward in making more sales and growing the business to always be paying yourself. This is not a hobby. It's a business and a business makes money and makes a paycheck. If you want to continue this conversation, which of course I would love, I would invite you to hop on over to my Facebook group, Etsy Roadmap by Lauren Keplinger, and request to join. It is creativemomboss.com forward slash Facebook. And I usually hop on there several times a day and approve new members. So I would love to have you join that community and let me know what you think about this episode. I will see you back here next week, same time, same place. Bye for now.